in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Do you like the way I put that spin on there? I loved it. Binger cringe. I I did notice something that came, and this is not like well, it's new news, but like the show that it's about is twenty some odd years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the Netflix like Hulu Disney Plus wars, mm-hmm. um, a gauntlet has been thrown. Really, Hulu Do tell. Hulu has lost the or they will very soon. Well, reasonably soon, lose the rights to Seinfeld. Like oh, they've yeah. lost the office, they've lost friends, but Netflix will be getting Seinfeld. Oh, it will like once the the current deal like runs out with Hulu, Seinfeld will be going over there because like I'm gonna go ahead and say like The Office and Friends were both a very severe blow to Netflix. Like that's that's some comfort food right there, and. I'm going to go ahead and say out of the three of those, if if you if you put a gun to my head and you say that I have to pick one, Seinfeld is probably it. I love The Office. Um, I've seen Friends, but I think I think Seinfeld is probably out of that trio the the best of them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's no dis- disrespect to the hysterical Office. None whatsoever. But as a matter of fact, in Anna Grace's drama class, she goes, "Well, we watched The Office today." It's like, "What?" Well, we watch that all the time. But they did it for you know learning about drama. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sure, I know. I mean, sure. technically, there is acting. I mean, I know that's amazing. Okay, so I. I have had, you know, the past week has not been awesome. And so I do what I often do, and that's rewatching my my comfort shows. However, I did watch something that I had not seen before. I mean, honest to goodness, Netflix has made a billion dollar industry of comfort shows. Yes. Like, I mean, sure, they, they have new content, but like, on, I will, I'm willing to bet, like, if you will look since they've started like streaming shows, the the ones that take up the bulk of that bandwidth are the ones that people just want to keep watching over and mm-hmm. over and over. Oh, uh, before I even tell you what I watched, I know we got the release date for Jack Ryan season two, and I promptly forgot it, but it is soon. Yeah, I saw that. I, I actually meant to send you that, mm-hmm. but I want to say I was like, doing I, I was doing something, ah, and it something. I I didn't do it, but then I but I thought about it. Yeah, I considered it, but then I didn't do it. Uh, that's understandable. Okay, so what I did watch on Amazon Prime was Late Night. And Late Night is uh, Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling and people you'll recognize. And it is not about David Letterman. 
<laughs> Which was an interesting HBO movie. Was that not called Late Night or Late Night Wars? Or I think it was just I think it was just Late Night yeah, or, or the Late Shift, maybe. Maybe HBO did a shift. did a movie like 20, 25, 30 years <sighs> ago about Letterman and Leno getting the shows that both of them have retired from yeah. since. Uh, if you, I don't, I, I'd say it's I know I watched on, it. It's it's probably on HBO now. I'm guessing at this mm-hmm. point, it's not brilliant. But it's it's interesting yeah. enough. Like, and to tell you how old this thing is, like, I found like the VHS in like oh, wow. a ninety nine cent bin, and I was like, I'll, I'll roll the dice. So what we have going on here is Emma Thompson plays something that we've never had before in America, and that is a female late night host. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, and she's crazy successful at it, but she is your typical prima donna, um, calls the members of her staff by numbers so she doesn't have to learn their name, fires people right and left. Not as funny in the way of Devil Wears Prada, but you get my drift. Right, right. And Mindy Kaling works in a factory, and she wants to be a writer, and she's very smart, and I believe she won a contest in the factory where it was kind of like a make-a-wish thing in the factory where everyone, if you did whatever, you could choose to meet one person. And she chose to meet the head of the network that this show was on and got herself hired. So um, what you're... What you're actually watching, well, of course, it's two stories, but one is from Mindy Kaling's point of view, as it happens to so many and still does happen, a a female comedy writer. They're not all Tina Fey, but comedy writer rooms. I mean, when you hear about the writing rooms in the 60s and 70s, there weren't any women in those rooms. No, I don't even think they were allowed in those buildings in the 60s. They, they hid them, like, from muggles. So she's that. Plus, she is of Indian ancestry, so she is a woman, and she is a minority. minority. yeah. And so she's got that happening. And so this is her trying to just have a career, and she's good at what she does. In the meantime, from um, Mindy's show, I do not remember the actor's name, but he was, you would recognize him. He played the goofy guy on the Mindy Project, the nurse that had all the dogs, that guy. He's, no, would, it's a, no, the other nurse that yeah, had all the dogs, that guy. the other one. You would recognize him, but for some reason I can't remember his name. Actually, he's, I have to tell you his name. He's very unusual because for the most part, he is not what I would call an attractive man. He is not ugly, but he can morph into wow. He looks like a moron. To if, oh, he looks presentable. If if they ever make a movie poster of me, or if they make movie posters of people like that, you that would have quotes like, "What was your quote about him?" The very first thing you said about him, he's not. I've already. Forgotten. It was it was something along the lines like he's not attractive, but like he's not elephant oh, man it's, ugly. It's like, Ike Barinholtz. Like I. I hope somebody never describes me the way that you just described that okay. man. Okay, see, now looking at him on his IMD page, he looks pretty good. But maybe it's because his character was so annoying. When you change his hair, it's it's like the lighting in that Seinfeld episode. You know, where in the good lighting, she looked great, and the bad lighting was like, whoa. There's something about it. He can, 
he can act like an unattractive man very easily. It's anyway, a, it's kind of like those teen movies where like they're the girl's hair is up and she's yes. wearing glasses and they're like, I can turn you into mm-hmm. the prom queen in a month. Oh, that's what I said. Because he's not an ugly guy. He's not an ugly guy. That's but it's weird. That's what I'm going to call my autobiography. <laughs> he's not, he's an, ugly not guy. an ugly guy. So he is um, Emma Thompson's character realizes that this stand up comic who is crass and just not all that funny the network is going to have him replace her, and she just figures this out because she's just, she's number one, sure, but she's just not fresh. I would think number one should count. No, she's not fresh. For some, sure, that, yeah. So it's all about that. Wait, what, what is she, Subway? Like, yeah. they're, I mean, they're fresh. Was it Jimmy John's? Yeah. I think they are, too. Maybe. I don't know. Everyone's no? fresh. Okay. She's fresh. That, fresh so. Prince? Will Smith was fresh, huh? yeah. Anyway, it's about, it's about that, and... Um, is it a laugh out loud funny? No. There are things in it that I found amusing. Do, do you have to run and watch it? That you cannot put on a put. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't laughs> parentheticals, audible sighs. <laughs> it's not. That, that will be the name of one of the chapters in my autobiography. <laughs> audible sigh. I wished it were funnier. I I I may have, but used, it's not bad. I may have used this comparison before. Um, admission that had Paul Rudd and Tina Fey in it. I went into that with like the expectation that like it, it was going to be Jesus walking on water <laughs> because it had Paul yeah. frigging Rudd. I know and Tina Fey, and as it was, it was just a good movie. I'm going to start calling him the immortal Paul Rudd. Oh my goodness! Like when I get. I don't know how old he is. Like when He's I get to 120, 50s. He's in his 50s. I want I want to look like I want to look like Paul Rudd now and I'm younger than him. Like Yeah. Who just doesn't? What whatever age I am, I want to look like Paul Rudd. Uh, I I want to have a freaky Friday situation with Paul Rudd. <laughs> that's that's what I want. And you know, he seems like the kind of guy who would go, "Okay." So, um Yeah. Again, I liked where they were headed with it. I love Mindy's and her projects, Mindy's projects. I just. They were doing a box set. That's what they need to call it. I don't know. It's okay. It's on a streaming service. So at the very least, like you're not paying extra for it. Exactly. You're listening to Binge or Cringe brought to you by Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking to Adam Cravens about what's worth watching on the TV. What have you watched lately? Um, I I watch um, the inside of my eyelids oh. as often as I can, um, which is not often. Um, and it's it's not interesting, but like it does take up a tremendous amount of time. Most of these shows that like I'm anticipating that like I would actually cut out like mm-hmm. a chunk of time for um, D- Disney Plus is, is basically like overselling me on the like okay you and i's infinite love for the movie solo that like Mm -hmm. somehow or another like didn't make star wars money despite the fact that it was a star wars movie like Mm -hmm. people just for whatever reason didn't connect with the thing and it looked like it was kind of like it you were never going to get to see a continuation of those characters apparently there is rumor that disney plus is developing a spinoff 
of sorts to Solo. It's not a Solo TV series, which, by the way... Would be awesome. Would be fantastic, and I guarantee you, any of those people involved in it would be down with that. Mm -hmm. But um, towards the end of the film, and I, I think the fact that it's like a year and some change out, like I can talk about it without ruining anything. Um, Darth Maul, Red Dawn is basically going to be the central, the uh, Kiara, the character at the end that like reveals like she is now in this organization is apparently going to Red be. Red Dawn with Sean Astin? No. Ooh. No, no, our Crim Crimson Dawn. I'm sorry. Okay. No, there was red. <laughs> there, was going red colors and the word Darth Dawn. Crimson Maul Dawn. I'm sorry. Red, that would be who Very would play the Russians instead of Russians. <laughs> instead of Russians, it's it's Star Wars aliens. I would watch that. I would totally watch Darth Maul like try to take a small town. But like, I guess like they're talking to Ray Park and like, it's not impossible that those characters mm -hmm. like show up because like. The Disney Plus shows have basically got like movie money going into these shows. And like a lot of these are even spinoffs of movies like or like instead of being like the uh, what is it? The Lady and the Tramp. They're doing a live mm -hmm. action Lady of the Tramp and it will debut on Disney Plus. It's not going to the I'm just saying like they really are like just over like you really could have stopped with the Mandalorian and all the Disney cartoons. And everybody would have been like, cool, mm -hmm. I'm in. But like every time they release a new one, they're like, we're doing all these Marvel shows. Robert Downey Jr. might show up here. And Black, Black Panther might show up in this show. It's and as if Walt Disney's frozen head had a pair of hands, and it's just, he's just doing the money thing, you know? It's like, I got this, I got this, I got like, this. Like, I just, there, there is no way I can't not watch Disney Plus at some point like exactly. it just it the, the they're doing an obi-wan show like the movie that they they scuttled because of like the disappointing revenue from solo is now becoming a tv show and honestly when i break that down into like dollars and cents i'm like let's say it's a a, a small run i have 10 hours of obi-wan instead of maybe let's say this thing was lengthy and it was two hours and 15 minutes I'm just like, I'm still getting Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. And if Darth Maul is coming up in Crimson Dawn or whatever they end up calling it, and and, and they're also doing an Obi-Wan set around the same time, like Darth Maul's got a little bit of beef with Obi-Wan Kenobi. What for, what for cutting him in half and throwing him down a hole? Like that's the equivalent of flushing a human down the toilet or whatever race Ooh. Darth Maul is. But I'm just like... Can can you imagine if like their two first seasons build to Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul getting a rematch? Wow! Like, I, I I'm gonna put it out here, like, because there wasn't a lot of great things about Episode One, but like that was the best thing. That lightsaber duel at the end, like twenty, yeah, twenty years later, I'm still talking about the thing. It's spectacular. I may go home and just watch that. I'll fast forward through all of the rest of that garbage. But I'll watch that. And I'm just, you're telling me there might be a show that they, they do that in two decades later? That's the show that I always needed that I never knew I wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm done with that. With the, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching anything per se, but there's a lot of stuff on the horizon. There, Disney Plus is saying or that Hulu or Disney Plus may get all of the Netflix Marvel characters back. Like, not, not recasting Daredevil. Mm. The Daredevil that, that I was 
livid about like was mm-hmm. it a year ago? Like, flip back through the podcast. You can listen to me, like, just steam about debt. Like, the rest of them, I'll give her, t- I, I, I can I can live without. I, I enjoyed, like, you know, Defenders. All the rest of them, I liked. But Daredevil? I know. Daredevil was on. And to tell me that I might get to see the conclusion to the thing that they canceled? Like, if you didn't see the last season of Daredevil, it ends on a great Great cliff. Because of you, I didn't finish it because I just couldn't oh, be left like that. I'm just t- like th- that. They they did it good. Like they th- they did Matt Murdock proud. Now, on a completely different subject, sure. I realized something that in watching streaming services, sometimes I'm not watching a show. I am entertaining myself by going through every single service and going, huh, what's that? No, I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that 10 years ago. Oh, pass. Okay. And I can spend half an hour going from the other to the other to the other and then choosing none of them. I'm really – and I, I don't know if it's because of, like, legal rights or the ability – like, if I've got things like, you know, what is it, the hotel.com or Trivago that can sit there and just be like, these are all the sites mm-hmm. that do this and you can have that. And this gives it to you at the cheapest price. Just go through here and then we'll link it. Like, how is there not an app out there that's just like you connect like your login to like Hulu to mm-hmm. Netflix and it's everything. And it's like this, but like basically it does the based on your, and it can just tell you that, but like with all of your streaming, that services. would be nice. If if I knew how to do that, I would start doing it. But I don't. I don't even know where to begin. I don't either. There. But because I was doing that, and because there were people working in the house, but I wanted to have TV on. But then it's like, well, I don't want something that's going to be, you know, suggestive that people can hear, or maybe it's offensive because I don't really know them. It's like, ah. So I said, let's go with a documentary, and I put on the 1990 Civil War documentary that Ken Burns made. And I I had not seen it in its entirety Man. when it came out in 1990. If Ken Burns did a documentary about the washing machine, and I don't mean about <laughs> the creation of wash, it just one washing machine and the story of its life, you would be in tears mm-hmm. by the like Ken Burns makes a documentary the way Steven Spielberg scares you with sharks and dinosaurs. Yes, first takeaway. A lot of those guys in the Civil War were really good looking, and uh, <laughs> very, very, very brawny, brawny men. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you get a group of older pictures, and it's like, wow, life sure was hard on the farm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I bet they were only 25, and then sometimes it's like, wow, if only they hadn't intermarried these past. 200 years. We would have been good. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you do as well. I know a lot about the Civil War, not as much as Ken Burns, but to have it put in terms of loss and to see photos that you don't usually see in the history book, you know, like and, a mountain of dead young men from and, the Civil War. And history is not a thing that is always like compelling or interest. Like there's a lot of times that I'm just like, uh, I don't. I the don't. Louisiana Purchase. Like, but like, can like okay, baseball, like sports, a, a subject that I have absolutely no desire, like, to watch it all. Mm-hmm. Sports, period. 
I, I don't even want to watch fake sport. Like, I don't even want to watch Quidditch. Like, I don't like sports, made up or real. <laughs> Ken Burns has got a documentary on baseball. And I'm telling you, like, I, I, I was... There's no crying in baseball. Oh, my goodness. There was crying in this baseball. I'm just saying, like, that man knows how to emotionally connect, mm-hmm. like, with a subject and just ring out, like, the drama or, the, like, the, 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 narr- the narrative quality or whatever of it. Like... And I, I haven't watched a Civil War one, but like I can only imagine with all the the fodder and the just the the rich ingredients he has there. Like I don't, I don't know if I could take it. And here's the best part: I don't recall the man's name. He's an expert, a professor, whatever. You know, in those types of shows or documentaries, you've got a series of experts. Yeah. And this guy who's providing insight has, in my mind, the perhaps what a Southern general would have sounded like. Just enough drawl. I've never spoken to someone who sounds like this, and yet it seems absolutely fitting. And I keep expecting him to finish with, my dear, Uh, well, we were like this down in the fields, my dear. Somebody was talking to me about uh what it was i think it was about how like the characters sounded and gone with the wind and mm-hmm. i'm just like listen um i've lived in the south roughly my entire life like i've been to other parts of the south between besides middle tennessee or the you know the upper cumberland area i don't know anyone that talks like that like at no point like am i ever just like we should retire to the haberdashery <laughs> that's exactly what he make, sounds like <laughs> we should make sure that we sip a mint Do you, I, I do say the, the the vapors have overtaken me uh I, I shall have to retire. I, I, I do i do declare i, I wish I, I'll we say, had people say, like I'll that i'll say a foghorn like, like i just most people uh if they don't speak like adam it's either they talk like adam or they sound like boomhauer I mean, I mean, I mean, the the mumble and the not opening the mouth thing. Just enunciate. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah. That's all. I I work with someone who I'm very fond of from, I don't even know where, but way to the right and up just a little. And just uh, sometimes there's mumbling. And I just remember trying to read her lips and then finally saying, I have no idea what you just said to me. I'm out. I'm out. Because you hardly moved your mouth, and I want to know what you said. I don't know what you said. And and then they repeat it, and I'm only hearing what again? So I said, this is why you were and brought to me. There's a finite amount of times, like, I think that you are socially allowed to be like, what did you say? Yes. Like, unless it's your kid. You can you can do that as many times as you want. Because, like, at the point that, like, you've literally wiped another person's bottom, like... You, you can do, say whatever you want. Pleasantries, like... Are the, really they're they're luxuries at that mm-hmm. point. You can you can just be, be like write it out on a piece of paper. Go get the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Get the get the piece of chalk and write it. What are, what are you drawing? That I don't know what you're. What do you I want? Know. Are are you hungry? Like it. Mm, I don't know. So digressing. That guy is awesome. Whoever he is. I, I, and I declare. and uh, I I uh, don't know what it was like to have been a slave in the South. And I assume that it was, I don't know, horrible, just beyond horrible. This is why you and I don't make documentaries. But it's even worse when you have a letter from a grown man 
who is talking about how he was a slave most of his life and then he is freed and how he said if he were ever to be a slave again, he would just kill himself because it was so horrific. And again, I, I, I have a, I understand how it had to have been awful, even though I have not experienced I don't, it. I don't know what circumstances like that are like, but to hear, but, oh to hear it described like that, yes. I mean, you can, you can, some, some part of you can kind of, there's empathy that you can just be like, I don't know what that's like, but I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. And there's like, that's, that's mm-hmm. terrible. Like, so Ken Burns in the Civil War documentary makes what, something that I knew was horrible to be, um, even more horrible, if if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. To, it, it, it he makes it much more personal, and also fascinating in that the vast amount of photos that exist that perhaps you didn't see, and it they're not the ones that like you always yeah. associate with those those like I said it the the thing the thing that's great about like Ken Burns anything is just like it. You've got like that, maybe that skeletal structure, like whenever I say the Old West or something like that, you've got your idea Mm -hmm. like of it. But like you really don't know a lot about like the meat and potatoes of that. Like he just keeps putting layer upon Mm -hmm. layer upon layer of it to the point that like if you're if you're, you know, selling yourself or you're so far down that rabbit hole, like you may just be like, well, I'm an expert on this. (laughs) I I understand the Civil War like no one else besides besides. Ken Maybe Burns. Robert E. Lee. I or have watched every Sam Elliott movie. I understand it. I know. I know mustaches <laughs> better than any man. So, um, watch it. It is on Netflix. You can you can buy it on Amazon, but it's on Netflix, and it is excellent. And there you have it. So, I will find something super exciting to watch. And I I, I will either go see both. No. Never mind. No, never no, mind. I Not won't. even relevant. Nope. Okay. But thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Binge or Cringe, starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.